Hello and welcome to the Solo Travel Woman podcast. My name is Sarah and I am a huge travel enthusiast and also the host of the show. I am so excited you are here. Women join this show so they can become empowered and inspired to get out into the world as their true authentic selves and say no to all the fears and stereotypes that surround solo travel. But that isn't all we do. We also inspire women in their everyday lives, whether it's at home, in business, or of course, my favorite area, traveling. So I invite you to sit back, enjoy the show, and become one of our empowered solo travel women. Hello, solo travelers. Welcome back to another episode of the Solo Travel Woman podcast. I'm your host, Sarah, here to bring you inspiring travel tales, tips, and advice for all of my amazing solo travelers out there. Really, the mission is going to be empowering you to pack your bags, embrace the unknown, and set out on an incredibly unforgettable journey. So this episode is all about some of the most welcoming destinations for solo female travelers. Whether you're looking for safety, cultural immersion, or a vibrant woman-focused event scene, we have you covered. So sit back, grab a cup of tea, glass of wine, and let's just, well, virtually set off together. All right, picture this. You are biking along a canal, the wind is in your hair, and you are surrounded by some of the happiest people in the world. Where do you think you are? You probably guessed it, we're starting our virtual journey in the delightfully beautiful city of Copenhagen. It is known so much more for than its canals, its colorful houses, its biking culture, but did you know Denmark actually consistently ranks high in gender equality? And you can sense this respect in the inclusivity in the air of Copenhagen, okay? There are numerous women-centric events to attend, like the Women Deliver Conference, which is one of the world's largest global conferences on girls' and women's health rights. And then let's not forget ending your day with a famous open-faced sandwich by the canal, and it is just absolutely picture-perfect and a place that everyone should put on their bucket list to travel to. I personally have never been, and it is definitely somewhere that I would love to go. Um, not to mention too, I think in Denmark is where the Little Mermaid statue is. <laughs> um, and me being, you know, the famous, you know, aerial lover, I'm a big, big, big fan of Little Mermaid, favorite Disney movie here. I definitely want to go there just to even see that. Next on our list, we're going to move from the heart of Scandinavia and head east to the land of the cherry blossoms, Kyoto, Japan. This city offers an immersive cultural experience with its majestic temples, traditional tea ceremonies, and charming geisha districts. So Japanese society is extremely deeply rooted in respect, which reflects in its hospitality towards visitors. And it's especially reflected in how they treat women. And the best part is Kyoto is known for their Women's Film Festival, which is actually a celebration of female filmmakers from across the globe. And it's a must visit if you're in the city during that time. Um, I'm not really sure when it is, but it is, it, it is a wonderful festival and it is something that a lot of people trek to Kyoto to go and participate in. So if you ever find yourself in that area during that time, definitely hit it up. Up next, we're heading down under to Melbourne, Australia. This is a city where you can surf in the morning, explore art lanes in the afternoon, and then sip award-winning wines by the evening. 
Melbourne is all about embracing diversity and progressive attitudes towards women. There's literally something for everyone there, from the Melbourne Women in Film Festival to the All About Women Festival, which are major draws for solo female travelers. People literally travel to this area just for these festivals and events, which, I mean, if you're going to have a reason to go, you might as well center it around some insanely amazing female empowerment festivals. And you can't leave Melbourne without indulging in its famous cafe culture. The coffee there is next level, which I think most people would be surprised to hear. Um, but it's definitely worth trying and worth the trip. So now we're flying back west over to Stockholm, Sweden. This is a perfect city with a blend of old world charm and modern sophistication. It's famous for its iconic Galmastan, which is an old town, and picturesque waterfront. Stockholm is a destination that values gender equality. The city hosts an annual women's film festival. I feel like every city we've talked about has an annual film festival for women. I love that. Um, and it's home to the Museum of Women's History, which is a place to honor and explore women's contributions to history. It is a city that will treat your mind, your body, your soul, especially when we talk about how to, you know, preserve self-care and really, you know, take care of the woman within. Stockholm is definitely a destination that you would want to put on your list of places to travel to. The next stop is going to be for our really gun-ho adventure lovers. <laughs> um, so welcome to Reykjavik, Iceland. With its stunning landscapes, geothermal pools, and mesmerizing northern lights, Iceland is a paradise for solo female travelers. Reykjavik is the capital city and it has an extremely progressive mindset and it's probably one of the safest cities worldwide. It hosts the annual Women's History Archive and Reykjavik Pride, an annual celebration of the LGBTQ plus community. So just imagine a day of exploring the stunning Icelandic nature followed by an evening soaking in a, germ a geothermal pool. What more could you possibly ask for? I mean, I was supposed to go to Iceland and unfortunately I couldn't, um, but it's definitely still somewhere on my bucket list. I've had a lot of friends go that absolutely love it. I actually didn't know until I did some research that they had the pride of like a well-known pride festival for the LGBTQ plus community. So myself personally would love to go during that time and check it out and just kind of really see what it's all about. But I always have heard how safe Iceland is, especially for solo female travelers. And so if you're looking for somewhere to kind of dip your toes into solo travel, not have to worry too much about a language barrier, and then also just have a place that is extremely safe and courteous and cautious about women, it is the place to go. Everyone knows I am extremely passionate about travel. The one thing I wish though, is that I would have started at a younger age. This is why I am so excited to say that I am now sponsored by Little Passports. Little Passports is a subscription that allows children to start their life of exploration right from their own homes. With monthly boxes being sent directly to your child, they will come fully equipped with all different ways to learn about world geography, 
animals around the world, oceanography, so many amazing things. So not only are they having fun, getting to explore, but also learning amazing, amazing things. So definitely check them out. You can get 10% off by clicking the link in the description of this episode. Happy exploring. Okay, so from the chilly landscapes of Iceland, we are now gonna start warming up and we are gonna move to the vibrant city of Montreal, Canada. So Montreal combines North American hustle with a little dash of French charm. It's a city known for its warm hospitality, food that'll make you drool, and of course, it's an extremely female-friendly environment. It hosts the annual Montreal International Women's, can you guess what I'm gonna say next? Film Festival, <laughs> which celebrates women's contributions to cinema. So between sampling poutine, exploring their artsy neighborhoods of Plateau Montreal, don't forget to check out this festival. It's another one to add the list. I mean, at this point, guys, we could just do a like women's film festival tour, just bop around the world and go to different film festivals. If anyone wants to do that, please let me know because I would so be down. Um, I've been to Montreal a couple times. I grew up in Buffalo, New York, and so we would go to Canada all the time and then venture up north a lot more. At least I did with friends before. Um, venture up north. And it is a, it's an absolute charm of a city. I truly enjoy it, and I never felt unsafe. I'm able to navigate it. You don't have to worry about really language barriers. You might come to the occasional person that only speaks French, but even then, it is not. It's, it's just such a fun and easy city to travel to. So our final formal stop for today is going to take us to the, well, complete edge of the world, Wellington, New Zealand, <laughs> which is so known for their picturesque landscapes, their vibrant art scene, and friendly locals. And it's an absolute safe haven for so solo female travelers. One of the most unique aspects of, of that area is the Museum of Women's Suffrage, which commemorates New Zealand's status as the first country to grant women the right to vote. Did anyone know that? I didn't know that until I started doing research here. So a day in Wellington can actually start with a hike up Mount Victoria, continue with a stroll around the waterfront, and then end with a visit to the museum. It's a perfect way to mix natural beauty and cultural enrichment. Um, also, just in general, New Zealand is just a fabulous country. <laughs> um, it has everything from you can go skiing, you can go to the beach, you can do all these historical, you know, adventures. Um, it is definitely a one-stop shop for amazing things you can do. And honestly, this isn't it. So I know, obviously, we popped in around the world to different different areas, but there are so many places that are extremely gender progressive and friendly. Vienna, I'm going to talk about Vienna, um, Austria for a minute. I had the pleasure of going to Vienna in 2019. It is an extremely progressive city as far as female, um, you know, comfort and safety, and for members of the LGBTQ plus community. One of the things I noticed the most that stood out was the street lights. You know, when you are crossing the street and you have the walking symbol, it's usually just a person, you know, flashing green or red or white or whatever for the walking. There, they'll have um, either two women, two men, a man and a woman. Like, it's so freaking cool. Like, they've even progressed down to what they have in their streetlights. Um, it's just a really fun little thing I noticed, fun little detail I noticed when I went to Vienna that just made us feel extra comfortable. Um, really, most places in Europe are extremely female-friendly and LGBTQ plus friendly. And I've never felt unsafe being a female in any 
really anywhere I've gone, but especially in a lot of the European PN destinations I have gone to. So I hope you enjoyed our trip around the world. <laughs> um, I hope it's given you some inspiration for your next solo adventure. Every one of those destinations have so much to offer from rich cultural experiences, women-centric events, film festivals apparently, and safe and progressive environments for solo travel women. Obviously, out of 206 countries, I'm not going to name, uh, there's so many more that are amazing for women. So as I always say, do your research before you travel. Your trip starts before you travel. And don't forget, you know, the world's your oyster and there's so much to explore. So my advice is to pack your bags, step out of your comfort zone and go create some beautiful memories. And until our next episode, stay safe, stay inspired and keep exploring. Happy travels. I just want to give a huge shout out to our sponsors, Tourlina, Little Passports, and Spotify for Podcasters. This wouldn't be possible without any of them or without any of you. And so if you could, on whatever platform you choose to listen to the Solo Travel Woman podcast on, whether it's Apple, Spotify, Google, any of those, please give us a rating, drop a little bit of a review. It really goes a long way and we would appreciate it so much. And until next time, happy traveling.